Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Mindfest. And today we are back with another psychopathic episode where we are going to continue to talk about very crazy psychopathic stories and to make it more interesting than the previous ones. We will also have a guest today. Uh, she has been before on Mindfest, but she she has a library and a and she has a bible full of psychopathic stories. So uh, before we invite her. Uh, Abhishek, why don't you give a small intro to the people who have not seen the previous episodes? Yeah, so this is one of my friends. She's come in a pelic episodes, maybe like Bath Kia hai, with whom I have varied conversations. She has been on the episode where we talk about curiosity, and her name is mm-hmm. Forum Sheda. So, as she said in the previous episode, also she is a warrior and she's here to blow your minds and stimulate your minds with a lot more information. Uh, trust yes. us, you are going to love this episode. There are, there are going to be so many insightful points we are going to talk about, which mm. will be great takeaways for you. So, please stick to the end. And if you have not subscribed to Mindface, subscribe. Hey, Boram. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here and especially for this episode. Yeah, because like yeah. in your introduction, also we said, Hardik said that you are a Bible or a library of psychopathic stories because <laughs> you love consuming that content. So like before we like dive straight into the analysis and diagnosis, I have one question. So why is psychopathic story, are psychopathic stories and all these things very um, interesting for you? Why are you attracted to this, these stories that makes you consume so much? I'm not a fangirl, but I'm not a fangirl about like psycho killers or psychopaths, but it's mostly the psychological aspect of it that attracts me knowing the psychology. I know I've always been interested in psychology. I've always been interested in knowing and observing people and how, what makes them tick and how they react. And I guess one of the best pieces of study on psychology are psychopaths because, because they are so starkly different from everybody else that these traits are very evident. And you can kind of um, make those observations and understand, you know, why they do what they do and how they're so different from any other individual. So it's very interesting to see and learn about those aspects. And that's it. That's a great answer. Yeah, I think that is also one of the reasons why people enjoy so, uh, you know, enjoy so many psychopathic and psycho based movies. So it's, it's, it's new, right? Because you don't see that every day. When you when you see go through the screen, like why would some person do that? Mm. And exactly. that is what makes you watch that movie. Exactly, yeah. it's that factor that Hardik told to exactly mentioned is why would somebody do that? You you have this question because you don't understand how they're thinking, what they're thinking, and uh, absolutely that's what makes it more interesting. Yeah, like anything that is not normal becomes very like people start fancying that because like mm-hmm. ye kya humne? this is different. And newness is always appreciated and welcome. I guess that's the reason. So this brings us to the first question forum. Not the first, I guess the second question to you. What is the difference or um, what do you have to say about normal psychotic behavior and psychopathic behavior? How are these two different? Because these are like similar sounding words. And for a person who doesn't understand the difference, we'll use that interchangeably. So how will you define these two concepts? 
Right, that's a great question. Um, and uh, yes, I also wanted to mention it because of uh, something that you guys said in your previous videos. So firstly, psychotic versus psychopathic behaviors are different in the way they are diagnosed. So uh, their definitions in the, there is a manual for uh, diagnostic of mental uh, problems, which is called diagnostic um, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Mental Disorders. And this is like a standard book of uh, definitions, terms, et cetera, where you can find. And it defines that uh, psychopathic uh, tendencies are more antisocial disorder. It's an antisocial disorder where people can't connect socially with other people. Whereas psychotic disorders are when you get a break from reality. So your reality, the perception of your reality is very different from the actual reality. And so the uh, example you guys gave of Raman Raga, what I think is since he had schizophrenia and uh, he believed that, you know, God is making him do that. He was diagnosed with schizophrenia and had this break from reality where he thought he was the Messiah of God doing god's work i wouldn't say he was psychopathic because he had psychotic tendencies which made him impulsive but psych a psychopathic person is more calculative more who does it in a premeditated way which doesn't seem like that to me so i think that's the biggest difference between psychotic and psychopathic tendencies that people have um and so I don't think that a person who is psychotic can be psychopathic. Yes, once they are cured from their psychotic uh, tendencies, they could become psychopathic, but not while they are psychotic. Because whatever they're doing is under that influence of that break from reality that they're having. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a great um, definition or understanding you gave us about how, how psychotic behaviors or a person who has psychotic traits versus a person who has a psychopathic traits are different. Um, but can it be possible that a person has both the traits, but they show a specific trait at a specific point in time, for example, like first initial 10 years, that person had some psychopathic traits later after 10, 15 years, maybe that person started believing in some altered reality. And now his psychopathic traits has converted to psychotic traits. So I, I, this is just a question which comes to a layman's mind, right? I, I'm not sure how that works exactly. So could you like enlighten us with respect to this? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like, I'm not a psychologist or a psycho uh, psychiatrist to give you like an exact uh, um, understanding of whether it can happen or not. But from my understanding, what I think is it's like a disorder. It's like a disease, right? So can you get cholera before you can get diarrhea? I mean, possible right you can have diarrhea and then you can have cholera uh, it's just like anything else it's a mental disorder so yes you can have psychopathic tendencies growing up and then eventually you can develop psychotic disorders which is basically you know your break from reality but i don't think they happen over they're not overlapped they don't happen at the same time uh, from what i have seen but yeah there needs to be more research done into this to see i've never come across somebody who's had psychotic uh, tendencies and then became psychopathic or psychopathic tendencies then became psychotic so yeah it's an interesting question and i guess we need to see more about it but for now i i would say the only mm -hmm. thing I can say definitively is they don't overlap. Right. Yeah. Why this question also? Because recently I had seen this movie called as Split. So this mm. is a very interesting movie for the people who have not seen it. 
to watch it i would suggest don't watch the trailer don't read the wikipedia intro or the plot of this movie just go and watch it keeping your mind open because you will be uh, surprised with what you find there but i will give you a small thing which people uh, like which is not a big of a spoiler there is this person who's diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder mm-hmm. also has various name as multiple personality disorder and a split personality disorder that's why the movie name split now a person having split personality disorder for example i abhishek have split personality disorder and i have few alternate uh, egos my alternate identity personalities right one personality is a schoolboy and his mind is stuck at around 10 years of his age another personality is a lady who feels she is a lady who wants to dress up like a lady in my body right and there is a third personality who is a serial killer who has psychopathic traits so i abhishek cannot be diagnosed that i have psychopathic traits because i have split personality that is clear but one of my personalities have psychopathic traits so um, in the movie they have not deliberately mentioned that a particular character has but you see the movie and you will know the with the action that it does the one of the personalities does so this is a very interesting concept for me that's why i like ask this question that i think maybe it's a possibility because at the end of the day you need to diagnose it right a professional should diagnose it to understand yeah so that's my thought there like if you want to add something to this क्यूँकिन कि इट विल बी बेटर इफ ही डाइज राइट सो बट बट देन अगेन इट्स लाइक आई डोंट वांट हिम टू डाई बट सेइंग दैट आउट लाउड ऑन द इन द हीट ऑफ द मोमेंट इज अ डिफरेंट स्टोरी बट देन बी लाइक कि नहीं तूने ऐसा बोला इसलिए मे बी यू हैव साइकोटिक टेंडेंसीज राइट सो इट इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू ड्रॉ अ लाइन ऑन इफ यू आर इफ यू हैव साइकोटिक और साइकोपैथिक टेंडेंसीज आर नॉट एंड कुछ भी थोड़ा सा भी अलग है this is not correct then you are crazy you are yeah. mad or you are a psycho mm-hmm. if 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 the, if there is anything related to blood or murdering someone or you know suicide or something like that right 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 yeah so like forum like uh, you see in the pop culture as well there are so many songs in both all the industries like maybe it be english song or a hindi song or regional song gaane mein there is this word psycho posh malone ka bhi ek gaana hai about psycho there is this uh, song koi to movie hai i'm not sure it's a south movie but usme ek gaana hai psycho saiya so bahut hi casually psycho she's bol dete hain but like mujhe pehle lagta tha ki itna casually kyu bolte hain but since you gave the difference between psychosis psychotic tendencies and psychopathic tendencies that makes a lot of difference because psychotic yeah. tendencies ka level ho sakta hai right ekdam kam se zyada ekdam minute level pe i guess uski wajah se somebody jo mere hisab se normal nahi kar raha hai to main usko psycho bol deta hu bahut hi casually 
so do you think like since you are also a very um vocal person about mental health right do you think it is normal to call people psycho as like casually i would never say it's normal to call people psycho or anything casually um but it's again the same thing as to how are you using that term are you using that in the clinical uh, definition sense of it or, or are you using like how we use fuck or how the culture has made words mm. like fuck psycho very common we mm. don't depression mean what the meaning is we just say it to convey something else that we are feeling mm. like fuck is like mm. it could be used as a um a to relieve like, yeah depression and uh, not depression i'm sorry it could to relieve a certain expression or it could be used as uh to show frustration right uh, but the actual meaning of the word comes from sex so similarly the word psycho is used as crazy the word psycho is used as as you said something different from normal but the clinical definition of it i don't think we are using it as that are we mm. saying psychotic are we saying psychopathic are we saying something else like so it always depends on what the context is but um, i think i think in the normal vein in normal sense the way it's being said is just to describe somebody who's crazy who doesn't follow the normal, normal the norm. norms of this yeah exactly correct correct it is it. better not to put, put so much thought into it okay yeah. usne bola it's like not in the senior mind like everything you don't have to take yeah. at the face value some things are just said without meaning mm. it um, yeah. like lot of lot, lot of times i believe that people say things which they don't mean they, that's not like if they have said that mm-hmm. that defines a personality people don't know how to articulate things there is a lack of word right. all the time there is a lack of vocabulary and all these <laughs> words are uh, <laughs> interchangeable right. for the same reason because we don't know any better so see similarly jaisa abhi forum ne explain kiya the the difference between those two it's like loko pata hi nahi hota aisa matlab they be like if i don't know the definition mujhe kisi ne bataya ki iska matlab ye hota hai like for example how people use the word depressed like even if they are sad and they are tired they'll be like oh dude i am depressed yeah. <laughs> because the, the whole the whole definition is wrong na ke are mere ko ye bola hai kisi ne and this uh, celebrity says they are depressed to usne sahi bola hoga so fir i'll be i'll be also be like hey, i am also depressed so yeah it's similar to that Right. Like, like this brings to a point. Like at the start of this particular segment forum, you said that being a psychopath or having psychopathic traits is an anti-social behavior, right? So, in our previous episode, also we talked about one more anti-social behavior about sociopaths. We tried to differentiate these two things a little more, but we would really want to love to know your point of view on these two things: psychopaths and sociopaths. great because uh, you're right sociopaths and psychopaths both fall under this umbrella term uh, in psychology mm-hmm. called as uh, antisocial disorder so antisocial disorder has some traits which you can see in both of these um, uh, both of these uh, entities those who are sociopaths as well as uh, psychopaths uh, but the most striking difference is you know emotional connection so a sociopath can form emotional connections they have an ability to form emotional connections but more often than not in psychopaths it has been diagnosed that they don't have an ability to form emotional connections okay, okay. um one of a great example of this is a movie i recently saw it's called henry for those who haven't seen it it's a great psychopathic movie it's uh, i guess it was made in 1980s or 1990s um 
very great depiction depiction of somebody who's a psychopath and that movie shows how this person is incapable of forming any kind of emotional connections throughout the movie you go through this roller coaster right of feeling that they formed an emotional connection but mm. you did never know it so and mm. and this you can see with many psychopaths who uh, who you might know about serial killers uh, and others like they are never they're not capable of forming any so that's a stark difference between the two uh, but overall they both have some sense of uh, inaccurate sense of self you know um sociopaths i would say are um more likely to have remorse for what mm. they've done to have a mm. sense of right and wrong mm. uh, but that's not the case with psychopaths psychopaths don't know the difference between right and wrong okay. they don't have a sense of remorse for what they've done they feel that they are justified to do whatever they want you know mm. so that's mm. another difference between the two which is very evident but other differences are minute that's why people often confuse the two you know mm. they use them uh, interchangeably and they deem each shot they deem different people as either psy- psychopathic or sociopathic so those are the two differences i would say that are um that are major that i have mm. noticed right so it. like you raise an interesting point um that the psychopathic people are um, incapable of um, forming emotional connect right but a lot of times you see these movies because obviously um fortunately uh, we haven't experienced anybody in real life who's psychopathic and who's having serial killing tendencies right like who's murderous but we have seen so many so much content that there is this person who happens to love certain person so much and for that love is ready to commit murder killing multiple mm-hmm. people while murdering those many people he shows no emotions mm-hmm. but he does have emotion for that certain someone for whom he's murdering right so now is this love love like there is this popular bollywood movie called dar right so yeah. dar mein shahrukh khan's character it is clear that that person is not normal he has some sort of mental problem right mm-hmm. but he is infatuated or apparently in love with this lady juhi chawla's character right so much that he's ready to murder n number of people mm-hmm. he is also like ready to hurt her in some way with such sort of fear he wants to inflict some fear in her life so that, i don't know whatever he is thinking similarly we have another movie called as bazigar same shahrukh khan's movie where he has had a childhood trauma जहां पे उसके फैमिली के साथ गलत हुआ है देर इज दिस रॉन्ग डूइंग काजोल he does feel love for them but he also emotionlessly kills kajol's friends kajol's sister mm-hmm. to achieve one of his personal goals to fulfill his revenge he also kills his best friend so now how will you like with these two examples in the movies dar and basikar mm-hmm. the, they show them them to have some emotional connect right how will you describe this if i can say something uh, yeah do you think there is a difference between the whole vengeance and revenge कि वो इंसान के ही हैज अ मोटिव राइट इज लाइक ये अचीव करने ही हैज अ फाइनल गोल कि ये दिस इज माय गोल ये अचीव हो गया वो पहुंचने के लिए आई कैन डू एनीथिंग 
बट एज अ साइकोपैथ उसका कोई फाइनल डेस्टिनेशन नहीं होता इज लाइक की इफ आई फॉर एग्जाम्पल आई डोंट लाइक वुमेन आई एम गोइंग टू किल ऑल द वुमेन जब तक जब तक मैं जिंदा है तब तक आई एम गोइंग टू किल दे so it's not like ki mera ek mera ek, I, i have a number mm-hmm. like i have to mm-hmm. kill like kill like 100 women uske baad i'll stop mm-hmm. i have a jo jo to movie ke bare mein baat kar like dar and bazigar to bazigar mein uske father ka revenge leta hai wo similarly ki uska ek goal tha ki ye this is a bad guy aur isko i have to you know make him bankrupt and i'll take away i'll take his company take over his company so wo ek it's a it's a revenge like for example when we talk about batman right to batman का भी स्टोरी इट आल्सो इट्स आल्सो सिमिलर टू दिस लाइक कि वो रिवेंज लेता है रिवेंज है वेंजेंस है कि बदला है उसके दिमाग में कोई एक चीज का सो आई थिंक देयर इज वेयर वी ड्रॉ लाइन बिटवीन अ साइकोपैथ एंड अ पर्सन हु इज हु इज ही इज जस्ट जस्ट देयर फॉर वेंजेंस एंड रिवेंज व्हाट डू यू हैव टू से टू दिस फोरम या सो देयर इज सो मच टू अनपैक एंड दोस आर सम रियली गुड पॉइंट्स यू गाइस uh specifically what you mentioned about revenge and you know um violence is not just a trait of a psychopath right violence yeah, is exactly. associated with so many types of disorders obsessiveness uh, it's associated with revenge killing it's associated with you know all these different types of uh, diagnostics of a mental person so uh, yes they as you said all these traits of uh, that you mentioned of a psychopathic killer are not just traits of a psychopathic killer right they these traits go in multiple buckets mm. so violence is such a trait that a psychopathic killer might have a psychotic person can end up doing violence even a person who is just uh, driven by revenge or obsession you know they all can end up so what examples abhishek you gave i think are not psychopathic but uh, could be diagnosed with something else now i'm not an expert to diagnose them with a particular thing but uh, i would say that yeah it could be obsession it could be revenge killing and it's a great point that hardik brings about batman as well so many people call batman oh he's psychopathic oh he's sociopathic oh he's psychotic like first of all it's very difficult to diagnose but in the end like you see batman still is capable of forming emotional connections batman still has a motive he mm-hmm. he wants to save the world he wants to save gotham city he has empathy mm-hmm. you know which is a very big indicator of whether somebody is a psychopath or not psychopaths do not have the capability of empathy mm-hmm. and we can talk a little bit about how that is developed you know like how nature and nurture has uh, has a role to play in it but empathy is a very big aspect mm-hmm. of no So, so personally, me, whenever somebody says that Batman is a psychopath or a sociopath, I'm like, oh no, 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 wait here. Yes, he has some like really smart, intelligent capabilities, and could be deemed as some of his traits are psychopathic, but he is not a psychopath. Right. So, like this also yeah. uh, clears one point of uh, Sherlock Holmes calling himself a sociopath because. Although he is eccentric, right? In Hindi, हम सन की बोलेंगे उसको. So he has all these traits, but still he has some sort of emotional collect also. He also wants betterment of the society. He mm. has some sort of uh, affection for his own brother. He has a affection for his uh, friend Watson. So all those things like clears most of the points. But like since yeah. you are talking about nature versus nurture and Hardik's example about Batman, I would also want to bring in example of Joker because. 
if you, that, so the people who follow DC comics know that Joker has multiple origin stories. Let's talk about one origin stories where he's wanting to be a, a good circus clown. And there is some sort of tra- tra- uh, trauma. He suffers his wife dies and um, he's like betrayed by a couple of goons and he falls in acidic water and he uh, becomes, he falls in chemical and becomes Joker, the face he has, right? With because of all these traumas and everything, and a lot more to his personality, he becomes this soaker, a clearly psychopathic villain, right? Um, and Batman, who has also had a trauma, not the same trauma, but a trauma, right? The childhood trauma, he loses Ooh. his parents, right? But he also has Alfred in form of guidance who can like teach him the difference between right and wrong, mm. who actually nurtured him. In a way that he became a superhero who wants to protect the society. He became Batman. So Forum, what are your thoughts about whole this debate of nature versus nurture? Um, So firstly, with uh, Joker as well, I'm sure he could be diagnosed with so many things that you don't, you can't even say Mm. he's particularly a psychopath, right? Um, He has clearly a lot of problems going on with him. His reality is different from other, other people's reality, the way he sees things, the way he observes it. He has no remorse for what he does. So he has multiple traits for me to even go there and be like, (laughs) tag him with one particular thing. So I'm not going to touch on that, but for specifically for nature versus nurture, Uh, There have been like a lot of studies done specifically based on serial killers and psychopaths that were in jail, talking to them, trying to understand. And a very big portion of uh, why they became psychopaths was found in their childhood. Uh, For almost like 70 to 80 percent of uh, serial killers um, that, that were in an FBI study, it was found that they had some kind of childhood trauma, not not even trauma, abuse done by somebody who was supposed to care for them either a parent either a either a guardian or a foster parent, somebody who abused them mentally. And now how this affects is, uh, you know, when you're three to four years old, that's the first time you start forming or having a sense of self. Like it's around three or four years old when you start forming that sense of self. And imagine during that time, during that crucial period of your life, you've been abused, you've been looked down upon, uh, you've been made to so there was this one particular story of a serial killer where his mother um used to bring in um uh, was a prostitute used to bring in a lot of like men in at home and these men were crazy they would beat up the child when he was the serial killer when he was a child and then she would Mm. burn cigarette butts on on the child and so all these kind of emotional trauma it makes you feel unloved it makes you feel you're not worth anything it 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 deflates your sense of self and that is Mm. very uh, prominent in, in 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 your early stages for your overall development, right? So that's how you grow up becoming a psychopath. So in, in an FBI study, there were three things that they identified as you could say somebody, uh, if this happened to them, they could be a psychopath. First was they were abused in their childhood. Second was they hurted animals a lot. So in their childhood, they were responsible for, or, or they had this tendency of hurting animals. And third was they, they felt no remorse for whatever they did. So they never felt sorry for if they killed a cat or, or and also on some level, they used to pee, a be- pee their bed a lot, which is again, clearly a sign of fear in their childhood. Mm. If a child pees their bed, they are fearful, right? So they're forming this sense of self with fear in their mind. 
and so that's where nurture plays role now your guardian is supposed to take care of you supposed to protect you supposed to nurture you mm-hmm. and so when you don't have that you know it alters your mind's chemistry in a way that yeah. you can't it changes the reality right mm. exactly now the second thing is about nature and this is very interesting and this also add to the question can can these psychopaths be cured or is there rehabilitation for for them so there is there was this one study done um i guess it was in us or canada i'm not sure but uh, they studied the amygdala portion amygdala is mm. a part in your brain which is responsible for generating empathy it's an empathy center basically and they did a study on psychopaths again to measure their amygdala and on an average the amygdala of a psycho- psychopathic person was smaller than that of a normal person now imagine your empathy it's it's a natural brain disorder right your your amygdala is a little bit small and so your empathy center is not able to um create empathy basically okay. that's what it leads to so, like, so that's why we said they're not able the capable of empathy one of the reasons could be that nature has given them this small amygdala which does not uh, generate enough empathy or does right. not gen- generate the hormone necessary for empathy so that's where nature comes into play and and these two things together like it's not either or or these two things together like combining a different of different factors can make somebody psychopathic that's what so, i think so 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 the amygdala thing is it a possibility that a person is born with a normal size amygdala and as he grows up and in in uh, reference to and owing to his nurturing done the amygdala size reduces maybe and he stops generating more empathy yeah that that could be possible i don't know mostly they looked at young grown adult males who had a small amygdala okay. compared to other males so i could say that yen you bring a very good point that does does in the development of brain is the circuitry like fired in some way that your amygdala remains small it could happen okay. both their amygdala and prefrontal cortex don't have good communication either so that their their empathy is not transformed so that could be another reason that the circuitry somehow wired in the wrong way throughout their nurture that this has happened uh, but i cannot say definitively uh, there are multiple blogs and you know reddit um You know, and tweets as well from people who are who know that they are psychopaths, hmm. and uh, it's and it's very weird to read, and we'll it it's a little difficult to accept as well. Ki are aise kaise how you are tweeting, but they know that they have something something hmm. going on which is not considered normal in the society. And if you read and uh, you, you they openly uh, you know talk about as well. Ki ha, mujhe aisa problem hai, and the thing is that they know that they don't have. empathy and compassion mm. for people easily now th- th- this realization is a very big thing right because for example that kind of person jisko realization hai and he he comes across some situation where he wants to kill someone but he has the realization that ye isliye i am feeling because i know that I, there is something wrong with me mm. and uh, the basically you know, that person is having a natural yeah. urge to kill the person but his upbringing yeah. his nurture is stopping him to act on it hmm maybe that can be a case and uh, it, it's uh, i don't know how to put it into words ki unko pata hai ki unke sath kya ho raha hai but they are now living with it because maybe they are being treated in the in rehabilitation or unka medical kuch chal raha hai but still 
they are they are always they, this this thing is going on in the back of the head now unko pata hai ki there is something wrong and if i'm acting uh, reacting to something is this reaction what a normal person would do ya ye mera hi exclusive reaction hai and uh, it's very fascinating as well to read and understand no it's really it really is because नॉर्मल नहीं है डूड अगेन तूने ऐसा बोला था स्टार्टिंग में कि जो भी चीज नॉर्मल नहीं होती वो अपने आप क्यूरियोसिटी जगाती है कि अरे आई वांट टू नो मोर अबाउट दिस एंड या आई थिंक दैट इज दैट इज हाउ यू कैन नॉट नॉट डिफाइन साइकोपैथ राइट तो वन मोर थिंग वन मोर थिंग इंटरेस्टिंग थिंग इज दैट साइकोपैथ्स आर वेरी गुड एट प्रिटेंडिंग दे आर वेरी गुड एट प्रिटेंडिंग टू बी नॉर्मल तुम देखोगे ना तुमने जितने भी साइकोपैथिक स्टोरी सुनी होगी डे टू डे लाइफ में दे आर वेरी नॉर्मल दे गो टू चर्च दे गो टू वट एवर मद्रासा दे गो टू लोगों से बात करते हैं येस दे आर लिटिल बिट अलूफ बट देर इज नो यू यू वुड इन लाइक see them from a group of people and be like okay this is a psychopath yeah. Yeah. you know they are everyday joes doing about their work so they are very good Next. at pretending they are good at pretending that they can have emotional connections they are good at pretending that they care but i'm not sure if if um, they are still able to control their psychopathic uh, uh, impulses um when when it arises because a lot of studies have been done specifically this one study by dr nigel from uh, canada he had a us canada team studying uh, around 1000 psychopathic and non psychopathic offenders uh, all like caucasian men and in that study they saw that those who had psychopathic tendencies they were not affected by any kind of punishment any kind of um, um consequences right so uh, in that it's that study showed that agar koi punishment se affect nahi ho raha unko koi consequences ka dar nahi hai to unka rehabilitation kaise ho sakta hai so a lot of psychopath a lot of psychologists even psychiatrists talk about it it's still something of a debate whether a psychopath can be truly treated or not uh, but but so far from what i have gathered is they cannot be rehabilitated honestly they cannot be rehabilitated uh, it's very difficult because those psychopathic traits are always going to be there they can pretend for a while they can let go for a while but i don't know if there is any um, cure or treatment for it right now mm. that's interesting mm. the, all these discussions like brings me and like urges me to ask you a question about some real life psychopaths which you know of like obviously we have done two episodes already and we have been very deep into the storylines and through the research we are not expecting you to talk about the entire story but talk about one psychopath of your choice whose story was really fascinating to you and uh, define some of his characteristic traits what he did or she did for that matter right so uh, there's one i think everybody knows about him because the famous movie extremely evil shockingly wicked something like that uh, that that um, mm-hmm. zac efron did on him oh. but but the killer is ted bundy uh, and ted bundy is like the classic case of a psychopath if you see he killed uh, i think like 44 women like women in double digit but in his interviews he said he killed more than uh, more number of women like almost in triple digits but they were never found 
So there is this uh, interesting documentary uh, about Ted Bundy called Conversations with a Killer, Ted Bundy. And in that, basically, you see they have a tape recording of him talking about all the murders. And it's very interesting to see how he sees himself, how he sees himself doing all of these things. You can clearly see he feels no remorse, no regret for what he has done. Time and again, if you see that documentary, his interviews, he feels like he is better than everybody else. He he feels that whatever he did, there was no right or wrong to it. He just felt like doing it and he did it. And I think that's the main part to take. And I'll, I'll, tell, I'll give you guys more videos. You can link in your uh, description, which clearly show uh, what a psychopath is like. You know, there is... There is no particular way to define it. As we've said, mm -hmm. everybody has psychopathic tendencies to some extent. But these psychopaths are like to, to the extent where you can see more nine or ten more traits, all of them in, in it. And some of them are pretty evident. So right. Ted Bundy, even till the end, like he never I think he never said he was sorry for what he did. He never felt remorse for what he did. And the way he he showed he manipulated people was so intelligent like I, I i didn't imagine that people would fall for something like this but so many girls did and they end up dead so yeah that's what i would say that also definitely go check out these documentaries it'll give you mm. a broader perspective on on what psychopaths are like so is there is a uh, do you have a show recommendation for the people who are interested to learn about <laughs> psychopaths obviously you do <laughs> Oh, I have so many. I have so many. And these are some really intelligent, well-made shows. Um, uh, the acting is amazing. And you can see um, how a psychopath is. So first I would say is obviously all the documentaries. There is uh, Conversations with a Killer. Uh, uh, there is uh, Henry the Movie, which I talked about earlier. Um, there is uh, Night, Night Stalker, which is about Richard Ramirez, who was another killer. Um, it's a documentary on Netflix. Uh, there is uh, The Clown Killer, um, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, it's called uh, Clown in Disguise or Devil in Disguise. Uh, we can link all of them below. I'm sure. Like, if I <laughs> Forum, uh, you it, should start your own podcast. People are, talking people are judging you. <laughs> people have started judging you. <laughs> do, do I look like I care? <laughs> oh, uh, psychopaths never do care. <laughs> so, this is what a psycho would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so many recommendations. Um, Hardik Forum, we want to talk about few of the things which messed your mind because the stories were so epic. Don't talk about the stories in detail. If the audience wants it, we might do a fourth episode if that is what is required. But for now, let's just brief them and give them some certain points for, for them to go ahead and learn more about something, some stories, some movies. Um, I would say definitely there have been some movies and stories that fucked up my mind. Um, especially because of the brutality of it. But at the same time, uh, how could somebody do this? You know, like as we said, so that that question of being crazy is something mm. um, so one of them uh, is definitely Ted Bundy uh, another documentary was this Korean documentary called Memories of a Murder it's very nice it's very well made documentary beautiful um, title stories it's actually not a documentary it's a real life story a movie it's called Memories of a Murder very good um, um 
and uh, hmm. if you guys have anything jump yeah, in yeah i can people. recommend people watching night crawler it's really nice it's it's how uh, when forum was explaining ki they look very normal they don't mm-hmm. do anything they don't they look they mm-hmm. can pretend that they have a lot of emotions but they don't that's exactly what the movie is it's very mm-hmm. well made you should i can't even you know tell you the story because it will be a spoiler yeah, yeah, so yeah. just go to because netflix I am yet and to watch, watch yeah. night troll and jake chillen all really plays a really good role yeah. in that showing a psychopath So there are two different movies. Night Crawler is a movie. Night Stalker is a documentary yeah. about a serial killer. So. Right, right. Okay, interesting. Oh, so, also, oh, sorry. Also, one more recommendation is Mind Hunter. That's an yeah. amazing. It shows FBI's profiling of different serial killers throughout the eighties and the seventies and the eighties. It's an amazing um, TV series to watch uh, if you're if you're into psychopaths. Yeah, I like before this podcast, we were like casually discussing, and a movie came up, uh, Silence of the Lambs, where there is this character which is introduced called as Hannibal Lecter, who is a cannibal. Yeah, <laughs> very, very convenient to have a name as which is um, a rhyming word of cannibal, Hannibal Lecter. So the people who are this cold-blooded people, because for them eating people is normal. That's just food, but they know. for a fact that that is not what everybody does so they do it very sly in a very sly manner they plan plot they hunt like a real predator and they Ooh. kidnap the people and then they eat it so this is also a psychopathic trait right yeah it is and uh, it's, just yeah. a trait. it's like a diagnosis that that person is a psychopath right right so yeah if a person shows i would say more than six or seven traits to an extreme level they could be diagnosed as a psychopath hannibal lecter definitely one of them uh, in fact you can see the tv series hannibal and that is the most <laughs> disgusting scene this disgusting uh, show i have seen just to give you some context there is a scene in that where there is this whole effigy made out of all the dead bodies that a serial killer killed oh, and he made goodness. this big like ancient effigy from it that uh, he put on a beach and it was can like you just like put your hands fight. on because now you can see your hands and that <laughs> that really feels <laughs> sorry that's no, scary I, that's scary but that is that's that sets up okay. the vibe of the podcast <laughs> i will i will repeat that okay? no no you don't have to repeat it I'm no 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 just part. keep it as it is the sadly the people who are listening to us on audio platforms just jump on to youtube and you can see what we are talking about <laughs> right now <laughs> so yeah forum continue Yes, I was saying. Yeah, that is really disgusting. But it's a very well-made uh, TV series showing a psychopath. So amazing! Like it's, it's yeah. If you all, if you, if the viewers and the listeners also have some recommendations, please comment down below because we are always hungry for such content. <laughs> I like, I like, I, I can bet ninety percent of the chance that forum has already seen everything. So yes. the recommendations are primarily for Hardik and I, and also. Uh, I'm a little scared of forum now because she's a very close friend of mine, and she has consumed so much things. So if if ever I annoy forum so much that she plans to kill me, it would be very difficult to catch her because she has so much reference and so many blueprints in place. So I will never annoy her. What me? Look at me! I'm such a sweet girl. How can you talk about it? That's like what that? a psychopath would say. That makes it more dangerous. <laughs> Like a sweet girl with a knife and. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't kill you with a knife. <laughs> oh, so damn. Okay, that uh, brings 
uh, that puts a very a smile at the end of a horrific episode where we talk about murders <laughs> and uh, dark traits, psychopathic traits, psychotic traits. So it was amazing to have you on the podcast again, Forum. And I am hundred percent sure, and I yes. can say that for Hardik as well that you are coming. You are going to be a recurring guest on this podcast with more <laughs> things to. Uh, you have earned your place. Yeah, you have earned your place here. <laughs> <laughs> to stimulate our minds and everybody who's listening and watching to this podcast thank you so much and look, do you have some parting comments for the audience and even for us we are always hungry for some sort of tips advices attention. references attention <laughs> yeah, everything i said attention you said advice okay cool <laughs> well, that's how much all, all think we are in <laughs> All I say is uh, I was so delighted to be on this podcast and talk about it. Uh, you guys are doing such an amazing job. So keep it up. And for all you viewers, like, comment, subscribe. Woo! Please. And one or, more or thing else. that we say. Or else. <laughs> and one more thing. <laughs> and one more thing that we say. Uh, we make our guests say. Yeah, and then the end of the episode. And you should know this. Because you are. Now. in this episode the second time and you have also i'm believing that you have seen a couple of episodes also so you have to Hopefully. say <laughs> the thing which we believe in uh hail hydra not <laughs> 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 so yeah i know it's let's celebrate the power of our minds yes amazing great <laughs> and thank you so much for watching guys and thank you so much for listening as well and ठीक है अगले में मिलते हैं बाय 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 गाइस